Shalom and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm Dustin Roberts, your host, and in today's episode, we'll be exploring the captivating theme titled Consumed by Fire, while Rabbi takes us to the Holy Land of Israel. Today, Rabbi Schneider will transport us to a place known as Mount Carmel. It was there where history witnessed an iconic showdown between Elijah, the prophet of God, and the 450 false prophets of Baal. We believe that this message will provide spiritual enrichment and blessings to your life. And you know, as we get closer and closer to the end of days, it's evident that serving God and maintaining a connection with the Creator is undeniably becoming more challenging. And in this journey called life, we're constantly making choices all the time. But as children of God, it's essential for us to reflect who will we choose to serve? Will it be the God of Israel, the one true God, or will we bow down to some other idol? To get us thinking about these questions, Rabbi will impart to us valuable insights on how to make holy choices in this timely and important message. For those inclined to take notes, you can find Rabbi's study guide for this series, The Holy Land Season 3, available for download on discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But now let's get started with Rabbi. We are today in Mount Carmel. This is one of the most exciting incidents in the history of God's Word. I'm going to take us now to the book of 1 Kings, chapter number 18, where we look at what happened in this spot, in this mountain where we're standing. I want you to know before I begin, as we read about what Elijah the prophet did, Elijah is one of the primary figures in the entire Hebrew Bible. Elijah is one of the most outstanding characters in Israel's history. In fact, when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, who appeared with Jesus? Moses and who? Elijah. Remember the story. Jesus brought three of his disciples to the top of the mountain. And as they were on the top of the mountain, suddenly Jesus was transfigured. He became a being of light. And who appeared with him? Moses and Elijah, the two primary characters of the Hebrew Bible. This incident today in 1 Kings chapter 18 is the most memorable incident in Elijah's history. Let's listen to what happened. It says in verse number 17, when Ahab, now who's Ahab? Ahab was the king of Israel. Ahab had married Jezebel. And when Ahab married Jezebel, who wasn't an Israelite, Jezebel corrupted the king of Israel, Ahab. So Ahab drifted away from the commandments of the God of Israel and began to practice a foreign religion. He began to be seduced into the religion of Jezebel. And so Israel now under King Ahab also fell into idolatry, the idolatry that Jezebel introduced Ahab to. And then Ahab then introduced this idolatry to the children of Israel. So that's the backdrop of the story. In verse number 17, when Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, is this you, you troublemaker of Israel? Why did Ahab call Elijah troublemaker? Because Elijah was standing for truth while Ahab was leading the children of Israel into worshiping foreign gods. So the two became enemies. So Ahab saw Elijah, he said, 
Is this you, you troublemaker of Israel? The same thing happens in the church today. When you have movements, Christian movements, that move into idolatry by forsaking God's truth, forsaking God's commandment, this is what was similarly happening to Israel in the time of Elijah. They had drifted away from truth and taking a stand on moral absolutes Elijah was standing for truth still. In fact, Elijah felt that he was the only one left that was standing for truth, and it was in Israel. And the same thing is happening in the church today. Voices of righteousness and prophetic voices are marginalized, and they're becoming the minority rather than the majority. So Ahab saw Elijah and said, is this you, you troublemaker of Israel? And he said, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have because you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and you have followed the Baals, you've followed the false idols, you've compromised, you've been seduced. Now then, send and gather to me, Elijah said, all Israel at Mount Carmel, together with the 450 prophets of Baal and 400 prophets of Asherah, which was another false idol, who eat at Jezebel's table. So again, these were the gods of Jezebel, Baal and Asherah. And Elijah saying, bring all these false prophets to Mount Carmel. And Ahab sent a message among all the sons of Israel and brought the prophets together at Mount Carmel. Elijah came near to all the people and said, he's speaking to Israel, how long will you hesitate between two opinions? If Yahweh is God, if the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. But the people did not answer him a word. So Israel, they had received the revelation. They had received the word of the Lord, but they had been seduced away. And now they didn't know what they believed. They were fluctuating between the God of Israel, Yahweh being God, and Baal and Asherah being God. So Elijah is bringing them to a crisis. He's saying, you need to choose today who you're going to serve. It continues on. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Now let them give us two oxen and let them choose one ox for themselves and cut it up and place it on the wood. Put no fire under it and I will prepare the other ox and lay it on the wood and I will not put a fire under it. Then you call on the name of your God, you call on the name of Baal and I will call on the name of Yahweh. I will call on the name of the Lord, the God who answers by fire he is God. In other words, he was saying, we're gonna put your oxen on this altar sacrifice to Baal, and I'm gonna put my sacrifice, I'm gonna put my oxen on an altar lifted up to Yahweh, and we're gonna both call upon our gods, and the God that answers by fire, he is the living God. He was forcing them to recognize that the God of Israel is alive and is the one true God. Listen again. Then you call upon the name of your God, and I will call upon the name of Yahweh, and the God who answers by fire, he is God. And all the people said, it's a good idea. So Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one ox for yourselves to prepare it, for you are many, and call upon the name of your God, put no fire under it. Then they took the ox which was given them, and they prepared it, and called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon saying, O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice and no one answered. 
and they leaped about the altar which they made. It came about at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, call out with the loud voice, for if he is God, he is either occupied or gone aside or is on a journey, or perhaps he's asleep and needs to be awakened. He was making fun of them. Come on, where's your God? Keep calling, call louder. If he's really God, maybe he's out for a walk. Maybe he's asleep, so keep calling louder. Maybe he'll come back from the journey. Maybe you'll awaken him, he's making fun of them. So they cry with a loud voice and cut themselves according to their custom with swords and lances. This is what actually happened in church history. They felt if they hurt themselves, if they beat themselves, that somehow that would earn them favor before God, that God would answer. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. But first, did you know that you can receive real-time encouragement straight from Rabbi through text message? Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com and click on the link that says Rabbi Text Me. Or you can text the keyword Rabbi to the number 88777. Rabbi sends these special text messages as the Holy Spirit leads, and he looks forward to connecting with you real soon. Thank you for remembering that Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a listener-supported ministry. Rabbi Schneider's teachings are made possible through the generous gifts from people like you, who understand the importance of sharing the good news of Jesus' return. Because of you, we are changing lives all over the world. Give online by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now let's get back to Rabbi's message. So they cried out with a loud voice and cut themselves according to their custom with swords and lances until the blood glushed out on them. When midday was past, they raved until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, but there was no voice. No one answered and no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came near to him. And he prepared the altar of Yahweh. He prepared the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of Jacob. Again, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. So these are the 12 tribes of Israel. Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel shall be your name. So Elijah's being used to call Israel back to their God. They had drifted away. They had fallen into idolatry. Elijah is now the prophet that's sent to call them back to pure and unadulterated worship. So with the stones, he built an altar in the name of Yahweh, in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two measures of seed. The point is that Elijah is going to so drench his sacrifice with water, we're going to see, that it would be impossible to start this altar on fire with natural fire. He drenched it in water. So with the stones, he built an altar in the name of Yahweh, in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench around the altar large enough to hold two measures of seed. Then he arranged the wood and cut the ox in pieces and laid it on the wood. And he said, fill four pitchers with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. And he said, do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water flowed around the altar 
And he also filled the trench with water. He so drenched it with water that there's no way that this altar caught a fire and the sacrifice was consumed with fire except a supernatural fire fell on it. That's the point. At the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, Elijah the prophet came near and said, O Yahweh, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, O Lord, answer me that this people might know that you, Lord, that you, Yahweh, are God and that you have turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, Yahweh, he is God. Yahweh, he is God. Then Elijah said to them, seize the prophets of Baal. Did not let one of them escape. So they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishron and slew them. So many things that are communicated here. The first thing that I'm called to face is lukewarmness. You see, Israel, beloved one, was vacillating between two opinions. On the one hand, they said that the God of Israel was their God and that they were Israel, his people. They recognized that the word of God had come to them, but at the same time, they had been seduced through the king of Israel, Ahab, that had married Jezebel into worshiping false idols, the Baals and the Asheron. So they were fluctuating between two opinions. I wonder how many of us are living lives like that? We love God, we worship God, we give our tithes, we attend services, but yet if we put our lifestyle under a magnifying glass, we're just like these people in ancient Israel, we have two opinions. We're walking two different lives. We have two different dynamics going on. On the one hand, we're in the world, but in addition to being in the world, we're actually part of the world. We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. But each one of us here, there are areas we know in our lives, we've compromised. And I think right now, the Spirit of God is wanting to speak to us to show us an area in our life that he's calling us to make a decision about. He's saying, if I'm your God, then forsake this thing and choose me. If I'm not God, and this other system's God, if the world's the right way to walk, if the world's right, then go the way of the world. But if I'm really God, and you want me to be God in your life, then choose today who you're gonna serve. And of course, we go over the same things so often in services, those of you that worship with us together, and we talk about the ways that we compromise. You know, our worship leader made a covenant with the worship team that because you're being used as sanctified worshipers, I want you to make a covenant with the Lord that you won't listen to any secular music, that the only music you'll listen to is worship music that's actually singing to God and glorifying God. Some people accused that of legalism, but you know what? When people don't wanna live for the Lord, that's the first thing they, they shout when you're calling them to holiness. They say legalism. It wasn't about legalism. It was about following Jesus so that we can be in the best place to be used by him. This isn't legalism. 
Now, I'm not saying that every single person here may be called to that type of a covenant, but I wonder, is there an area in some of our lives that has to do with music that God's calling us to forsake? It's not just the lyrics, beloved. Sometimes it's the spirit of the musician. In music, a spirit is carried. A well-known artist out of the Jewish people, very well-known, he also had lived an immoral lifestyle, and he was kind of known for that. But his music was beautiful and awesome, and you know, he sung about holiness, and he sung about good things. And I was listening to a CD one day, and this particular day, I was listening to it for like two hours, because I just had been doing a lot of driving, and I really loved it. I mean, I love the Jewish sound. I kept listening to it, but that night when I went to sleep, I had all types of immoral dreams. What I believe happened was his spirit, he was a man that was living in immorality, his spirit came upon me from listening to his music. And so I wanna ask you today, when it comes to music, which God will you serve? Will you make a decision to cut music out of your life that may be taking you outside of the light that Yeshua is calling you into? We all have choices in our life about how we can follow God, what we're choosing to let in through the eye gates and through the ear gates. Spirits come in through the eye gates and through the ear gates. And it's hard to be sitting at home when you're bored, you want something to do, you want to escape, and you want to just kind of go into a zone where you don't have to think, to watch something on television. But let me ask a question. Are we choosing to love Jesus in such a way that we're applying it to what we watch on television? Every day we have to make those choices. Every day we have to make these choices. And beloved ones, as we're here today on top of Mount Carmel, the same fire that fell and consumed the sacrifice to bring Israel back to follow God wholeheartedly, that same fire is speaking to each one of us today. I wanna ask you, is there an area in your life that you need to come back to the God of Israel? to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, just like Israel was called back to him here at Mount Carmel. In Yeshua's name, I just release power over every single one of your lives right now. The Holy Spirit comes in power, and when the Holy Spirit comes with power, he also convicts of sin. The conviction of sin is a gift of the Holy Spirit because when we're convicted of sin, we're given an opportunity to turn away from that sin so God can bless us. God is calling us to deeper and deeper levels of holiness. And the same lesson that the children of Israel learned here at Mount Carmel, that they needed to turn away from every false God, from every false idol, to give themselves 100% back to the true and the living God. Beloved, we're gonna have to make that choice every single day of our lives. Which God will you serve? If the world is God, serve the world. But if Jesus is God, serve Jesus and you'll be blessed every single day of your life. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider. Today's message is titled Consumed by Fire. And if you'd like to know more about this ministry, or if you'd like to hear this message again, please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And you can also see Rabbi on location in the Holy Land of Israel by visiting our YouTube channel. And you know, we are so blessed and grateful for your love and support. And it's through 
your financial help that we can spread the good news of Yeshua Jesus in almost every country in the world. With your help, millions of people are being ministered to and touched with the teachings of Rabbi. Whether you're able to pray for us or you're able to financially support this ministry with a gift of any amount, we'd love for you to join with us as we share the word of God with the whole world. And now to share a little bit more about that, here is Rabbi. Beloved, I hope and trust that you received something and were blessed by today's broadcast. Now I want to give you the opportunity to do something even greater than receiving, and that's giving. Many of us know that Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. In fact, when we give, we're participating in our Christ-likeness because God is by nature a giver. He so loved you and me that he gave his only begotten son. If you believe in me and believe that this broadcast is helping people, I wanna ask you, just open up your heart to the Holy Spirit. Just give as he leads you to give. I can promise you this, in so doing, you'll be being conformed to the image of Christ who is a giver and you'll be blessed, beloved, for your obedience to God. I love you and I wanna thank you for your love and financial gifts today. It makes this program possible. We've made it convenient for you to give a gift of any amount by visiting our website online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if God is calling you this year to be a blessing for those who need a word of life and hope, you can sign up to be one of our monthly partners there as well. Just click on the donate or partner button in the menu bar to join with us today. You can also safely and securely give when you call 800-777-78. That's 800-777-7835. And now you can also give through the Rabbi Schneider app by clicking on the donate button and following the simple instructions. And as our way of saying thank you for your partnership, we'll send you several gifts of appreciation, including exclusive partner videos and our latest newsletter that's filled with tons of insights and distinctive lessons from Rabbi and his wife, Cynthia. And for our new monthly partners, we'll send you an additional token of appreciation, a handcrafted shofar made in Israel. This beautiful instrument will make a great conversation starter, and it's our prayer that your commitment to this ministry will not only be a blessing to you, but to all the people around the world who are being reached for King Jesus because of your faithful partnership. So sign up right now when you visit Discovering the Jewish Jesus Com. And your monthly partnership enables us to broadcast this program in nearly every corner of the world. We're also reaching Israel, where sharing the message of Jesus the Messiah is essential today. And you're helping us touch millions of people's hearts who need to hear the Word of God in their lives. Well, that's all the time that we have. But before we close, let's turn our attention back to Rabbi Schneider. He's here with the ironic blessing to close our study on the Holy Land. The words from the Aaronic Blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6 verses 22 through 27 helps us to realize how good God is to you and I personally. So receive his blessing into your life and then beloved one, go bless somebody else in Jesus' name today. Yavah Vaishmarecha Yair Yahweh 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries, and I'm your host, Dustin Roberts. Be sure to join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider takes us on a journey through the Exodus. That's Wednesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.